morning and welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional. And it's a joy that we can continue our devotional in the book of Psalms. And let me read to us Psalm chapter 75 verses 1 to 10 for today. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. We recount your wondrous deeds. At the set time that I appoint, I will judge with equity. When the earth tatters and all its inhabitants, it is I who keep steady its spellers. I say to the boastful, do not boast. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn on high or speak with haughty neck. For not from the east or from the west and not from the wilderness comes lifting up. But it is God who executes judgment, putting down one and lifting up another. For in the hand of the Lord, there is a cup with foaming wine well mixed. And he pours out from it, and all the wicked of the earth shall drain it down to the dregs. But I will declare it forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked I will cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be lifted up. The psalmist Asaph here exalted God. At the end of this psalm, there is a resolve of Asaph as the leader of worship in this congregation. He gives an assurance that he and everyone else will, will always remain faithful to exalt God and despise evil. That's what we read in verse 9 and 10. But I will declare it forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked I will cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be lifted up. Horns are a picture of strength. He is going to subdue all the forces of the wicked, but he is going only to lift up the horn of the righteous. That was his result here. As a psalm designed for use in public worship, the congregation begins by thanking God for all his mighty deeds. Verse 1, we read, We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. We recount your wondrous deeds. He started this psalm with his thanksgiving because he was able to um, remember the wondrous deeds of God. You know, when we think of the wondrous deeds of God in the past, it should prompt us. It should fuel in us thanksgiving. That's why when we look back to the cross, what God did at the cross, it should prompt us to be thankful to God. Let's always go back, look back to the cross, the wondrous act of God at Calvary. And in this context, Aesop was thinking and referring, I believe, to what God did at the Red Sea during the deliverance during Moses' time and all the blessings that they received, that the nation of Israel received in the past as God led them towards the promised land. Asa, representing God here, expresses that even when conditions in the world look dire and hopeless, God is still in control. He will intervene when he sees fit. He personified God here in verse 2 and 3. At the set time that I appoint, I will judge with equity. When the earth tatters and all its inhabitants, it is I who keeps steady 
its spellers. When everybody in this world is shaking, God is the security. He is like a steady pillar. Therefore, in verse 4 to 5, he said, The wicked is warned not to be proud. Because it is a futile stubbornness, like an ox that struggles against his master to really go against God. So in verse 4 and 5, he said, I say to the boastful, do not boast. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn on high or speak with haughty neck. So he's referring the wicked like a stubborn animal who is just struggling against God of, of no, with no point at all. It's always a struggle, vain struggle or futile struggle. So that's what he admonished or exhorted to the wicked. Don't be boastful. Hence, the only result is to exalt God. The only alternative, and this should be the choice of each one of us, is to exalt God. It's no use to go against God. As the Lord said to Paul, it's hard for you, Paul, to kick against the pricks. Kicking against the thorns will not hurt God, but hurt Paul. So it's just always um, a reminder for us that there's no other better choice that we should make every day but to submit and so surrender to God and His purposes and His will to resolve that we are going to exalt God and, and glorify Him. Why? Because God determines the affairs of our lives. What is the opinion of people? The they might be a good ideas or they might be good opinions, but it means or they means they mean nothing to us. In verse six and seven, Asaph said, For not from the east or from the west, and not from the wilderness comes lifting up or promotion. It does not come from the east nor from the west. But it is God who executes judgment, putting down one and lifting up another. So let us just keep doing what is right. You know, let's not manipulate at our workplaces, wherever we are. Let's not manipulate. God is in control. Promotion does not come from the east nor from the west. It's from God that we can receive lifting up. He who humbles himself, the Lord will exalt him. It is God who executes judgment. He can put down one and lift up another. Remember that Punishment lies at the hands of God. And surely the wicked will not, will not be able to escape. The wicked will drink his cup of anger to the last drop. In verse 8, the psalmist Asap said, For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and foaming wine well mixed. And he pours out from it, and all the wicked of the earth shall drain it down to the dregs. It seems to us that in our time today, the wicked seems prosperous and they're enjoying in their wickedness, but there comes a time that they will receive their due, the judgment from God. And that's what we hear in that in that um, 
saying the, the meal of God's judgment is slow, but it's sure. God's judgment may be slow, but it's sure. Someday, the wicked will receive God's judgment. So what does this mean to us today? It means that God is in control. God knows what he's doing. And as David said in Psalm 46, verse 10, let us be still and know that God and he will be exalted in the earth. So are you bothered today by the things that are going on in and around your life? Are you bothered by the development of things in your work, maybe in your relationship, in your family? Let us not manipulate. Let's trust that God is in control. Let's exalt God because God knows what he's doing. We are always secured if we are always on the side of God. We might not be able to see how and what he's going to, to do after all our experiences that seems to overwhelm us. But we know that God will do something beyond what we are thinking, beyond our, beyond what we we expect, because God is inexhaustible. He's more than able to do exceeding and above abundantly than we even ask or think. So let us trust that God is in control. Let's trust that God knows what he's doing today. May these words of God has encouraged you today as it has encouraged me. Father, thank you for your word today. Bless us our heart, Lord. And more than often in these Psalms, as we go into the chapters day by day, there's a trend of thought that, yes, you allow problems. We are overwhelmed sometimes with problems as the experiences of Asaph and even David. Yet, Lord, at the end of the day, you are our God who is faithful to us. You are our God who will fulfill your promise. And may it be that this morning and today will be secured in this truth, Lord, that you are always in control. Promotion does not come from the east nor from the west, but from you. And help us not to be manipulative, but just be trusting to you, Lord. Help us just to do the right thing and trust that you'll do what man cannot do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Music